So Scott, me as a skeptical person. Yes. Got to go stay at a haunted hotel for a safety conference. It was the Manger Hotel in San Antonio. Weird flex, but yeah. Right across the street from the Alamo. So since I wanted to have this paranormal experience, I asked for the haunted section and I had an experience. You literally walked in and we were like, like is there any chance I can stay in the haunted area? Did no. you do like jazz hands when you did it? No, I did it online. Oh. Like this, I knew which section I wanted to ask for that section. Okay, so you didn't Nick actually say, me. I don't know what, what this haunted section is, but take me there, please. No, I did the research. Because there's stories online about the Manger Hotel. So yeah. I'm like, let's stay there. Luckily, one of the cool things about this is my best friend Tom, mm. his sister lived in the area. So he decided to fly out during the same time. He hang out with me after the conference each day. And then we were going to go stay a few days at his sister's house. Well, would you look at that? It worked out. Yeah. So we went to the bar, mm. which is also famous. I'll get into later. Joking about ghosts. And then we went around trying to take pictures of ghosts supposedly Tom has a picture that has something in it. Oh, wow. I don't believe it. You haven't seen it? I have, but it's been a long time. Wow. It was, it was probably like 10 Did years. Did you believe ago. it back then? No. You had to think I, about it a little bit. Yeah, I did. I, it, it looked looked weird, but I, I was like, could be just lights reflecting off a mirror. Hmm. But I did have a ghost experience. We drank. I was, I was drinking that night. He was uh -huh. drinking. He had a, a, a room in the more newer section of the hotel. I went to my room. It was a nice room, a suite. So it had a living area. And it had the bedroom. Sweet. Now, I don't like... Bragging about your hotel suites? I didn't pay for it, so it was... Oh, there you go. When I'm in a place like that, even at home, I like the door shut. I like my little area, mm -hmm. kind of a compartmentalized place where I can feel yeah, safe. You don't want things peeking out from around corners at you. Yeah. Before this, I went to the restroom getting ready for bed because I had to be up in a few hours to go to safety stuff in the morning. Mm -hmm. So I go to my room. It's time to shut everything down. I went to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. For some reason, I leave the bathroom door open, I think, just in case, because you're in a hotel, you get lost. I walk in to shut the door to the suite, and I come back, and the bathroom door is shut. Mm. And I'm pretty sure I've told the story before. Yeah, we've mentioned it. I mess with the door to make sure it didn't just shut on its own. Mm. It doesn't move. It's really solid. It's a very old hotel. Heavy doors usually on those things, too. Right. To this day, I don't know if something moved that that door. It wasn't me. I, I have the same routine, and I always have in hotels. Yeah. So chances are, that door shut on its own. And even more interesting, without a sound. Except, you know, that is true. Mm -hmm. I did not hear a sound. Yeah. And, and there was no TV on or nothing at the time. Exactly. So we're going to talk about some more stories, because I decided to look into it, just because I have personal experience with this hotel, mm -hmm. and I found some stories about it. That's what we're getting into today. And we'll see you on the inside. You are now entering the realm of the Freaky Deaky, an unsuspecting stop at the crossroads of fantasy and reality, where the frayed edges of make-believe seep into this cookie-cutter, white-picket world you've been led to believe is far from extraordinary. What you're about to hear are true stories. <clears throat> Alleged true stories. Christian, just... <sighs> okay. Tales of the strange and inexplicable thought only to exist in film and folklore. Although difficult to accept, we do not know everything about this reality, about time or space, what lies beneath the ocean's depths. And try though we might, the unchanging truth remains. There are some things we legitimately cannot explain logically.
Scott's your right. Is my boyfriend a demon? And Scott just likes to push buttons. Literally, it's my favorite. Anyway, welcome back to the Freaky Deaky. As you heard moments ago, we are diving into the Manger Hotel today. Uh, Christian and I have actually flirted with the idea of staying at uh, Haunted Hotel in Anchorage, right? Right. Over the winter. It'd have to be over the winter just because the it, light situation. But Also, it's super expensive to stay at any hotel. That's true. During tourist season. Yeah. Like, ridiculously expensive. Mm-hmm. So we've talked about doing that, maybe shooting some video or something for the YouTube channel or just ex- trying to experience it ourselves. Maybe going without cameras and see if we experience anything that we could share, you know? We won't. Yeah, that's e- the even, general consensus. But even with the story I we started off with about me experiencing something, we, yeah. won't, we won't experience anything. Yeah, very Ghosts aren't real. I do have a soundbite of you saying ghosts are definitely real, but I'm, I don't want to dig and find it. So just take my word for it. Anyway, if you are new to the show, welcome to your new favorite spooky ghost podcast. We are happy to have you here. And if you could, we ask you one thing and one thing only of our new listeners. And as you listen to the episode, if you enjoy the show, please take a moment of your time to rate it five stars. Subscribe if you're listening on YouTube and you just kind of happen to stumble on in here. Welcome aboard. Let us know in the comments where you're listening from or what your favorite kind of cheese is. Those kind of things. You know the ones. Find us on social media at Freaky Deaky Pod. Send your stories to the gang at thefreakydeaky.com if you'd like to be a part of the show and end up in one of our listener story episodes. With all that aside, Christian, let's get into this. Okay. So to begin with, we're going to get into just a little bit of history on the hotel before we get into a few stories. This sounds very boring. I'm very excited. Yeah. It's not really boring. It's history. Some of us respect history. You can't see it right now, but Christian's wearing a tweed jacket. (laughs) The Manger Hotel is a historic hotel located in downtown San Antonio, Texas. Yeehaw. So it has a rich history dating back to the mid-19th century and is known for its role in the city's development and its famous guest. It was established in 1859 by William A. Manger, a German immigrant and brewery owner. And his wife, Mary, was working with him to establish it. It was originally a two-story, 50-room adobe structure and was built on the site of the original brewery. So I guess you're going to get some good alcohol there. During the Civil War, the Manger served as a hospital for wounded soldiers from both the Confederate and Union armies. Do you ever think when they shared the same hospital, did they ever, like, look across the hospital ward and like, you dirty Confederate, you Yankee. Let's fight. I mean, maybe in like a fevered state, but I think most of the time, if you're in one of those hospitals, you have more important things to worry about than who's sitting across from you. Christian, I love how you're always trying to divide people. Like, where's where's my leg? After the war, the hotel underwent several expansions and renovations to accommodate a growing number of visitors to the area. Famous guests over the years include Ulysses S. Grant, Robert E. Lee, Oscar Wilde, Theodore Roosevelt, and Babe Ruth. And Wow, that last one. Oh, it was crazy, and I'll tell you from experience, the pictures are there still of these guys. Yeah, it's just weird you list all those people in, and Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth is one of the things that the they were te- the bartender was telling me about. Weird. Yeah. I mean, Babe Ruth was a big thing back then, not just baseball. Everybody knew Babe Ruth back in the day. Everybody knew him? Knew who he was. He was like yeah. this famous playboyish kind of guy. It's also associated with the Alamo as a gathering place for those interested in the history of the Alamo and the Texas Revolution. Many historical events and meetings related to the Alamo have taken place at the Manger. In the 1980s, the Manger was designated a Texas Historic Landmark and was added to the National Register of Historical Places. 
But now it's a luxury hotel in downtown San Antonio. And it is beautiful. Like, it's got that old style. Hmm. Like the... A late, picture like the Shining it's Hotel. A, it's like the like mid to late 1800s type of hmm. decor. Gotcha. Mid-century modern. Yes. No. So the bar is famous. has a rich history and ties to famous individuals. Obviously, Babe Ruth, who used to like to drink a lot. I don't know about Theodore Roosevelt or Ulysses S. Grant and Robert E. Lee. Maybe they drank a lot, too. I'm willing to bet almost everyone during those time periods. It was known for their drinking. A funny thing, though, is the bar, basically the original bar from the hotel. I know this from sitting there. But there's a big triangular piece that is newer wood. Yeah. That's because a group of women who were against drinking back in the early 1900s would go around. One of them had a hatchet, would go into a bar, flipping out about the sinners drinking in this bar hmm. and then she would take a hatchet to the bar i will take this bar down myself so it's like about a two-foot area hmm. in some spots that she tore up and they just cut it out and put a different piece of wood in and laminated it or whatever wow so calm down lady you know what i mean karen didn't wasn't gonna have any of that oh yeah Okay, so let's get into a couple stories. So anyway, this one is called I Stay There for the Encounters. Riveting life. Ghost Artist 13. Manger Hotel is awesome, and the ghosts are pretty cool too, they say. I'm sure most people that are into ghosts or the paranormal have heard about the Manger. It has a long history and has seen its fair share of events, so I will not bore you with the history, because I already did, actually. She yeah, someone she... already did bore us with the history. Yeah. Don't you worry about that. And it doesn't hurt that it's parked next to the Alamo either. I like a hotel with history and charm instead of a modern look or a bunch of extras I don't use. And the manger has just the right amount of it. I'm kind of, I like the old hotels or really modern ones, hmm. like in between. Yeah, if it's like hella futuristic, you're like, oh. Yeah, good music and yeah. stuff like that. Like, cause some cool hotels you walk into and there's this cool, trendy music playing. Like, oh, wait, am I, am I hip? I yeah. believe I might be again. And their job is to make you feel hip. Like, wow, Christian, you have an iPhone? Very intense. You must be very popular. <laughs> okay, so this will be a collection of encounters I had during my many stays there. The story starts off pretty boring. I Just booked, what we like. Yeah, I booked there because I went to to do a site review for a job and wanted to stay at a haunted hotel. So they said Manger was the place, which is kind of what I experienced too. Mm. I think there's even videos on YouTube where you can watch the Manger, the Manger's ghost. Twitch, or is it uh, like a video that's up there that's popular or something? I watched it years ago. I don't remember what was it. Was it a live stream? It was like a ghost hunter type of show, but before oh, gotcha. they got really big. Mm. So the first day didn't produce results. And the ev- even the ghost tour was pretty standard. I didn't know they had a ghost tour. I would have totally uh, done I know. It. Yeah, you missed out, man. The next trip back was a different story. Checked in and went up to my room, which was located on the Alamo side, unlike the first time. I passed a mirror in the hallway that overlooked the balcony. And on the other side, I saw a woman dressed in period clothing. What? Not that kind of period. Oh. Time period clothing. <laughs> Got the sweats on. Yeah. At first, I thought it was one of the ghost tour ladies because that's how they dressed. But by the time I, I whipped my head around to look at her, she wasn't there anymore. I shook my head and thought I was overlaying the painting from downstairs in my head. However, when I got closer to my room, as I got closer to my room door, there there was another mirror at the end of the hallway. And I saw her in the reflection again. I turned around to see if someone was there and there was no one. That made me uneasy, but I smiled and thought this was going to be a great trip. Somebody get this person help. I would have been thinking the same thing. This is going to be awesome. Oh boy. Just saw the creepy old lady in the mirror twice. Yeah. It's on. 
Yeah, that is uh, oh, the picturing w- woman it. in the mirror. That it's would not be fun. It's not good. And I'm telling you, those mirrors are, are put they... in places where you would, if there's something on the other side of that or something mm. reflecting in that mirror, it would be very obvious. Yeah. Well, that didn't stop there. Later that night, I was getting ready to go out to dinner. My bathroom light came on all by itself. And no joke, it looked like there was a shadow being cased onto the floor coming out of the bathroom. So again, another one of those, maybe it's the same room I had. Wouldn't that be interesting? That would be pretty crazy. Like, oh, at least I didn't see that. I walked over and looked in and couldn't find any reason for the shadow, which I was now standing on. I quickly finished getting ready and went to dinner. I needed a drink. At dinner, my client asked how I liked the manger, and I told him I loved it, and he asked if I had seen any shadows without people attached to them. Wow. I told him about the mirror woman, but not the shadow in the bathroom. I wanted to figure that out first. Got back to my room. And the light was off in the bathroom. As I walked by, I said, thank you for turning off the light. Half jokingly. He's like, yeah, no problem. I put my stuff down and returned to the bathroom and turned the light on. No shadow. I tried some different things to make it happen, but nothing close. And all I keep thinking was there was a ghost laughing his ass off watching me try to figure it out. Night finished quietly and except for the shadows under the door that I just took to be people walking by quietly. There was nothing else was worth talking about. So this person was like doing the same thing with the bathroom. I was like, yeah. let me see if I can explain this way. And she couldn't or he couldn't. And the shadow that they saw was just like a person's shadow. Sounded like it, but. Because that's kind of what the, the bartender or whatever asked, right? Or the, the waiter or whatever that it was. That was a friend or a coworker or something. Uh, gotcha. Weird. So the, yeah, shadow is not attached to people. So obviously this is going around the town because. Going around town like a whore. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll cut that out. Please do. <laughs> The next trip ramped up a bit. When I checked in this time, I asked if I could have the same side that I had the last time, and they gave me one that I could look right out over the Alamo courtyard. That was cool. So this time I had a bit more time because it was an install. Started off boring the first day. That night, decided to go take a ghost tour of downtown. But first, off to Fuddruckers. Have you been to Fuddruckers? I've heard a lot about it, but I've I never been. I think twice when I was in Vegas. Hmm. I've never been there, but I hear about it a lot. Yeah. The next day, nothing during the day, and then I went to dinner. As I came back, there was a tour going on in the hotel, but I was tired from the day. I went to bed after watching some TV, and a couple hours later, there was a bright light coming from outside. I'd forgotten to close the curtains before I went to bed. As I was closing them, I noticed that the light was a street light across the way, and under was a little was this little gate, and in front of the gate, there was a person standing there, and I noticed that it looked like a monk or something in a long robe and hood. What was odd was that I could see through him in areas like wherever the light hit him, the shadow areas, he looked as real as anything. That makes sense? Yes. Okay. I watched him for a moment just to make sure he wasn't just some dude. So when I finally was like, get your phone, I reach over and when I came back, nothing was there and a person was walking by. I felt bummed out and went back to bed. The next night was my last night for the trip and I did the normal dinner drinks with the client and then to bed. Had an early flight, so I wanted to get some sleep. As I walked down my hallway, I saw a shadow banking off the wall. I walked down the hallway after looking at it for a moment because the problem is there was no light source or door there. There was no reason for there to be a shadow or a person on that wall. It's like the light from the room was behind a person and it cast the shadow on the wall opposite of the room. Just there isn't a room there or even a light source. As I got closer, it just disappeared like someone closed the door. I went over and looked around for the light source or something like that but I couldn't find anything that would do the trick. So I just walked back to my room. As I got to the door, I saw the shadow under the door pass like if someone was under it. I opened the door half expecting someone to jump from behind the door, but nothing. I finished the night and there were no 
more surprises. It's very odd that this person had so many experiences in the same hotel. Like that, does that make you think that maybe these things happen a lot more frequently than even the stories come out about them, you know? I think so. I think a lot of people maybe don't see some of these things or experience them because they're too busy thinking about other things or focused past. Yeah. Like, oh, that was weird. Yeah. Yeah, It's easy to not pay attention to a shadow in many Mm. cases, especially in a hotel where you feel relatively safe. You're like, yeah, spidey senses aren't going off or whatever. Yeah. You know, turn those off when you enter. Yeah. So, you know, if you're in a dangerous place, maybe you would pick up on some of these things more, Mm. but this doesn't seem like a dangerous hotel. It's in a pretty good area of town. Is it? I mean, it is now. I guess if you were you were part of the Alamo back in the day, you would probably think probably oh, not a great part. As of town. you were dying, oh, mm. this town sucks. <laughs> this would not be a great spot for a hotel. No, but it is. It was kind of cool, and and maybe I'll have to bring out some pictures of mm. when I was there. I have a couple. Yeah, we should start planning trips to areas that have haunted hotels. And this one I was super excited about though because we just happened to be staying there, and I had heard about it, and then I did some research, and I'm like, I gotta have the haunted part, and they gave it to me. You were like, ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I did. Ooh, yeah. Give me that ghost spooky. Tom said he would send me the picture that he got so that we can I'll, but, we can post it online. But something just keeps happening, doesn't it? Yeah, I forget. Where's this picture at, Tom? I forget to remind him. You forget to remind him. Someone needs to remind you to remind Tom. Tom would probably be better at that, so maybe you should reach out. Yeah, hey, Tom, remind Christian to remind you to get us that picture. <laughs> Wow, what could possibly go wrong? Remind me after the story to tell you about your large head. No, there's a part. Of, there's a funny part of the story that might be <laughs> funny to tell you with Tom and I. But let's finish up this person's the latest trip right before the drink virus hit. Come on, Christian, you know the one. Okay, the latest trip right before the drink virus hit. Was, you didn't get it right. No, the beer. The beer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ah, yeah, trying not to get plugged by these overlords of ours. Yeah. The latest trip right before the drink by was hit, or the pandy pers- wandy, as Chris Stefano calls it. This person was drunk, right? Is what you're telling me? That's what the drink virus is? I don't get this. Are you serious? I don't. I have to now I have to bleep it out. virus. Drink virus. Beer. Beer virus. Drink it's I good, get it now. Grief, man. Okay. Holy shit. Anyway, I was on the other side of the hotel, the original part, and was coming to my room after a meeting when I thought I almost ran into somebody coming out of my room. Pivoted back to miss them, but when I looked to see who I almost hit, there wasn't anybody there in the area. When I finally got to my room, my bed was made. A quick note about me, I disliked my sheets t- tucked in. Weirdo. Wow, who cares? <laughs> I like mine tucked in. I yeah. care. It, I it, care. It does feel kind of tight. Yeah. Tight? The sheets are tight. No, that's a, sorry. Oops. Elementary school came back. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Uh, it took me back to coaching a bunch of people at I that know. age. This is tight, man. They would have been going to elementary school at the same time as you. Yeah, so tight. What made it, me a bit upset was the fact that I had put the do not disturb sign on the door. I called down to the desk, asked why someone felt they needed to clean my room when I asked for it not to be. They said they hadn't started cleaning yet, and I told them someone was just here, and I almost ran into him. The nice guy on the phone said, oh, you just met Sally. He apologized for her overexcited work ethic. However, let me know there isn't anything they can do to stop her from doing her job because she's a ghost. Yeah, listen, pal, you're not hearing me. (laughs) It's a ghost. You're fired, Sally. Get out of here. That's when you don't mess with Sally. We both laughed and hung up and then asked, I asked if Sa- I asked Sally if she was going to make the bed again. Please don't tuck in the sheets. 
That night, I was sleeping and kept feeling a cold breeze on my feet, like the sheet was being lifted off my feet. She's like, is that better? Huh? Yeah. You like that, asshole? (laughs) I keep moving my feet to put them back under the covers, but keep feeling the breeze. Finally, I I rolled over and said, okay, I get get why you tucked them in. After that, I think she let me be. The next day, I was flying out and left a tip and a note and said, sorry, Sally, I didn't understand the importance of sheet tuck. Thank you for all the hard work you do. I got an email from the hotel thanking me for the note to Sally. Apparently, she gets a lot of thank you notes. I haven't been back yet since things opened up. Oh, never mind. We don't need all that. But I know that when I do, I'll have a hell of a time. Yep. Ride, ride, Sally, ride. Wow, gross. Anyway, yeah, that's, uh, man, what kind of vindictive attitude you got to have to just be like a ghost and be like, you know, no, I got nothing to do, man. Let me lift these sheets up for you all night long. Maybe Sally just doesn't understand the modern way that people don't want to be completely tucked in. I mean, it makes sense. She's been, you know, she spent her life making beds at the Manger. This is how she made them. This is the way everybody made them back then. And now some young pipsqueak comes in. Wow, pipsqueak. And complains about it. And she's like, not today, millennial, not today. Uh, It's not millennials anymore, Christian. It's Gen Z, all right? Let's get that right. I'm just going to stick with whatever. And my back. You're the old crustacean. Wait, crustacean's a crab, right? Yeah. That's the one I'm thinking of. (laughs) What's the crabby man? What is crustacean? Curmudgeon. Curmudgeon. The old crustacean works as well. I don't know if that's a crabby man. The crustacean curmudgeon. Okay, whatever. This is Whatever vibe you're trying to go with. You let it go. (laughs) No, it's that. Now I'm the middleman. And now I forgot what we were talking about. The Manger. I know that part, but I had a point to make. The Manger Hotel. Oh, no, you were picking, you were saying millennials. I don't care. Hmm. Back in my day, my parents complained about me. I think I've said it here before. There's The fact that you don't remember saying it here before really proves my point. There's ancient Roman Roman writing complaining about the younger generation. So it's like a, I don't pay any attention to it. We're all humans. We all have our problems. Wow brought the old soapbox with you, did you? Yeah. But now we're going to move on to the story that's called The Photo That We Know. Do you remember that guy? What? Photo Diodo? No. Good. Good. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Anyway. (laughs) The Photo That We Noticed Later. I don't know if I did this on purpose, but we is spelled W-E-E. The Photo That We Noticed Later. (laughs) Which is kind of funny, but I I think it's just a typo. At least it's not spelled O-U-I. With the O? Okay, I get it. It's We in French, yes. I get it. I'm, a while. I'm focused on trying to read these stories. This one's from Green Man 623. First of all, okay, so he's a skeptical person and had never heard or seen a ghost in person. But while staying at the Manger Hotel, my cousin took a photo of us in the room with her iPhone and didn't think anything of it. But later she showed me the pic and you could see the outline of a little boy in the shadows. You could even see the old fashioned collar around his neck. The old fashioned collar on his neck? Was he in captive in captivity? Hey, you know, who's to say, really? Probably. <laughs> I don't Where's my know. slave boy? <laughs> I mean, that's, who knows? But in that area, it might have been common. Well, I mean, I guess technically kids these days have backpack leashes. For, so maybe the leash a child so he doesn't run off. They are kind of wild. So it makes sense that you want to leash them. Yeah. I mean, I've seen babies dive off a couch straight at a table recently. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> quite often. Without any reservations or warning. No concern at all. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you think? I mean, that's a little short one, but that person took a picture. I have a little short one. Yeah, of course. A little boy 
in in the shadows. Which you know, hotel one stories tend to be pretty similar. Yeah, not a lot of creativity from hotel ghosts. But I think it's because the hotel environment is not going to change very much. Yeah, it is pretty predictable. I don't know how I would react if I saw something while staying at a haunted hotel. Like I, you better keep it together if we're going to start doing it. I know, but see, the thing is, like I, most of the time that I've seen stuff, it's been at a place that I live, <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, it could just be me being crazy. Who's to say, you know? But if I were to see something at a hotel, there's no way for me to like rationalize it away. I just I'd be like, well, <laughs> did I knew this place was haunted? Just saw something weird. It's over. I just got a vision in my mind that you and I finally get to start going around to these different haunted hotels and mm. places. And all of a sudden, it it tends turns into one of those ghost hunter move shows where you're running around screaming. Yeah. Did you feel that? Did you feel it? I feel cold here. Did you hear that? I swear, there's a crack of some kind. It was no, there's a knocking at the door. And then all of a sudden, you pull out your phone. Listen to the recording. Can you hear him say, "We're gonna kill you"? She's like, <laughs> you're like, "Oh, well, then, oh, beautiful audio." Yes. And all of a sudden, we get get a call from Discovery Plus. Zach Baggins wants to have his fiftieth show, and he wants us to be a part of it. And we say, "Hey, hit the bricks, Baggins." I'm like, can we be executive producers? We might be able to talk then. Yeah, it's fun to fantasize sometimes. But anyway, let's, uh, you got another one? Yep. Oh, you said you have a short one. No, that was a short one we just did. Oh, I do have a nice long one. So there's that if you want that. A few years back, I took my wife to the Manger. It was for her birthday. It's hollowed ground and much blood was shed on that land. Wow. That is sadly not even acknowledged. Now, I kind of skipped past that, but by mentioning the Alamo. I mean, I mentioned the Alamo, and I don't think know it like we did back when, you know, like when I was a kid, it was still mentioned a lot. Remember the Alamo? I'm like, to me, that was dog food back then, because that was the name of dog food. You're thinking Alpo. No, I think there was Alamo dog food back then. Wow. That was on the commercials. That's what I associated with. I say, hey, remember Alamo. Why are all these, like, patriotic Americans yelling about, remember the Alamo? Is that what they feed their dogs? I mean, yeah. Anyway. It is very well known for being haunted, which we've already talked about it. That's why we're here. That is kind of why we're here, y'all. So anyway, we're going to skip some of them telling you about the stuff that we already bored you with. So he checked in around midnight and his phone battery died on during the trip to the hotel. I put our suitcases in the closet and closed the door. I have a habit. Anytime I close the door, I give it a slight tug in the opposite direction to make certain it is latched. It's all one quick motion and just an old habit. And I'll say that's actually a good habit. That is, yeah. If you're worried about ghosts, because then if the door opens, it's a ghost, not just your mm -hmm. idiot self not closing it, trying to scare the shit out of yourself after a couple drinks. Very true. We get woken up around 3.20 a.m. to my wife's phone ringing. We ba both wake up and she answers it without looking. Hello? Static. Hello? A garbled voice. <laughs> She's still on the phone and I say, who is it? Because I control whatever... Whoever my wife talks to on the phone wow. is what he's saying. Definitely Christian is showing his truth. This is not my true colors. These I'm just his true colors. I'm just trying to explain to people what's going on in this scene. No, you're trying to mansplain to people what the, that the man controls the woman, which is almost even worse. Is it? Or am I just telling the truth about the way things used to be and maybe <sighs> still? Anyway, same garble. Oh, wait, is no. my boyfriend a demon? Is he talking to someone else? No. <laughs> She says, who is it? And there's static and silence and like a pirate. Yeah. I mean, that's what it's spelled here, but I don't think it's meant to sound. It's just matey. probably the sounds that the monsters make on Scooby-Doo. Same garbled voice, but agitated. And then it clicks and hangs up. I could hear the last one because it was quiet. 
I was like, WTF? We looked at each other and looked at the caller ID, and it was my phone. She pulled my phone out of her purse and checked it. I checked it. It was dead. It wouldn't turn on, just like we left it. Hmm. This must have been in the early days of phones, because nobody... My just, Motorola Razor was Nobody off. lets their phone go dead and just doesn't care anymore. Without getting just incredibly depressed for the next two hours until yeah. they can have it again. Yeah, and, and if you can't find your cord, you go to the store and spend $20 on a cheap-ass cord that... You go at the airport for 320 Yeah, and lasts about a week. We both looked at each other, kind of nervously, chuckled a little, not much, and said, Happy birthday. Then we went back to sleep. I'll admit, I kind of laid there for at least an hour, just freaked out. When we woke up in the morning and the, cl- and the closet door was open, not cracked, hmm. or slightly open, all the way open, as far as the door would go. Second day, we ate lunch in the historic dining room, and I had to get something from the room. I left her at the table and made my way to the elevator where it just opened. No sensors, it just opened. I said thank you and got in. All in all, the entities we encountered were friendly. We will stay there again. Old section only, of course. Yeah. I mean, the elevator thing is just the elevator. True. But the the weird phone call and the closet door being open <sighs> seems connected. Man, yeah. <clears throat> you know, it's really... And I was actually just thinking about this last night because I was writing down. When I lost all my stuff on my phone, mm-hmm. um, some of the notes were podcast related. And so like ideas I had for the show or like YouTube stuff that I want to do or anything like that, like I lost all that. And I was like, damn. So I, as I was just sitting there thinking, I was just typing it up again, trying to build something. And I was thinking of this uh, phone call I got when I was probably late teens, like 16 or 17, where it was from myself. And it actually said like Scott calling on the phone. And I was like, what the fuck? answer it and it was like uh weird strung together different audio clips of different people talking to like form a sentence and it said like take a look at yourself in the mirror like look what you become you're a monster and this and that and like and i was like what the actual hell and when another one of your crazy one of your another crazy ex-girlfriends getting back at you this time without the demon i don't think back back in those days back damn wow aged anyway yeah you make fun of me yeah back back my day no no, those phones weren't like this was technically i believe a flip phone of some kind like it was at a time where this type of stuff wasn't really it was like 40 years ago it was probably like 15 technology had an event there wasn't a million apps there was no apps there was like hey you got a calculator and you play snake isn't that cool but yeah i just remember being kind of freaked out because like the caller id did say scott calling and then it happened another time like i don't want to say like a few weeks later a month later i was on like the elliptical or something like that working out watching tv and and it happened again i just didn't answer it i'm like nah i'm good i don't want to hear that again that was me telling myself to get my shit together or something and i'm all right on that for now maybe it wasn't you telling that Go back to last week's episode. Maybe it was a guardian angel trying to just send you a message. Yeah, I, that's kind of what got me thinking of it. Like the whole, because even I think it was Christina or something posted in the Facebook group about a like spirit phone experience or something like that. And so I was kind of, I was like, damn, that is kind of wild. It's wild that like it happens a little more frequently than you even hear about. One of my favorite, I don't know if it was Outer Limits or the new Twilight Zone or what it was, but it's a Stephen King story that they made into a like, they took one of his short stories and made it into a, an episode. Yeah, one of his little short ones? Yes, exactly. And it, it's basically a writer. So I assume when he uses a writer, it's basically him. Narcissist? And he and he gets this, this his wife gets this crazy call. And it's like this lady screaming and crying and he's not dead or he's dead. Mm-hmm. And the, the husband, the writer is like, what the hell's going on? Calm down. It's just some prank call. Years later, the writer husband 
has a heart attack and she's trying to call for help. Mm. And she's called, picks up the phone and starts calling and she's like going hysterical. And like, as she's screaming, she realizes that that it's phone exact. call all those years ago was her yeah. at that moment. Yeah, that is creepy. Yeah, phones are a little spooky. They, they have are their spooky kind of. I mean, moments. They, the, just the way they work is kind of spooky. Yeah, they anyway. don't make sense at all. Like, it's just like we understand now better this, that it's science and yeah, but something like this, sound like, like back in the day, you had a wire connected to it. You're like, yeah, there's wires involved. I'm sure everything's connected. But now we're just like, wait, are you telling me that my voice is going over the air? Yeah. To someone else? Yeah, just How? all the stuff you can do. And then you got to figure if there's weird things, demons. Which there are. Entities. Yeah. Stuff like that. And they can even. No. Jelly beans, maybe. But wow. either way, what if they could get into our phone? Like in this case. Like, why is this guy's own phone with a dead battery calling his wife's phone? Yeah. And is this guy alive now? I think not. Wow. If we go by my little... Totally just killed him off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or the guy, I imagine it being like the ghost was talking through the phone and it was coming through jar, like garbled, like he was trying to communicate something. He's like, damn it, this thing's not working. See, Motorola. And when, like, if a ghost can communicate through the phone, it really, or any kind of other mm. thing. Energy. Yeah, whatever. Planes. That just exposes us to, again, like... Paranormal threats. You're absolutely right. I was going to go with quant quantum entanglement of some mm. sort, but they could be the same thing. Yeah. I mean, one, extent, is yeah. one is just our scientific theory that we're still working on, and the other is stuff that people like you experience. Maybe they're exactly the same thing, and we just haven't figured out that they are yet. Yeah, wouldn't that be weird? That would be. Yes, God, these are not the conversations I need to have before bed. What's funny? I just sit there in bed, like, wait, are we all are we connected with our dead selves? What's funny is when I leave, sometimes I think of think about you thinking like that. Mm. Just because we've done this long enough, I kind of yeah. know how you think. Me, I'm like, I walk through the house in the dark. Yeah, I, you well, know, you're just weird in general, so people yeah. kind of expect that. But but I feel bad for people that have all those. Mm. That, that you know for whatever reason whether they've experienced or felt they or have experienced or just worried about experiencing it yeah I, w I don't like that i don't like being scared like that this one the story is from jazette who also has a manger story my husband daughter who was about eight i'm sorry my husband daughter my husband comma daughter comma who was about eight that makes comma, a lot more sense and i drove to san antonio from our home in dallas for a long weekend when we arrived, our hotel did not have our reservation. Having worked at many hotels in my lifetime, that is really hard when you have somebody standing there and you're like, you're like oopsie. Uh, we do not have your reservation. They tried that. That was on our wedding night. The, our hotel didn't. We had to go somewhere else. I forget what it was. You know what I always tell them? Did you book with the... And they say, yeah. Please get rid of that word, though. I don't want to, like... Uh, what, you don't want them coming after us for slander? Yeah. Wow. And they're, they're like, yeah. And I'm like... No, don't ever do that. <laughs> don't do that ever again. But also, that's because I worked at a hotel company, and that was one of our competitor com competitors. And that's our competitors. Yeah. Before I moved to Alaska, mm. I worked at a, for Star Hotels, and they were a competitor. And, well, I'm gonna bleep that out too. Yeah. Don't promote your old shit here. No, especially not those companies. Those assholes. I mean, it, you bleep it out, and then if people want to ask me on our Facebook page, I'll explain it. I don't. I can't imagine anyone would. But okay. Some of the stuff people talk to us about. Are fun, but That's it's interesting true. to like hear it. So when we they, they we had to find another. The manger was close, and we thought we were staying close to where we thought we were staying. So we stopped to check the front desk and talked to someone. My husband and daughter walked around the lobby. The hotel was booked and did not have a room. 
we are going to have to find another hotel. Disappointed, we turned to walk down the wide hall back to where I, we parked. I felt something hit me on the back of the head. Thinking someone had just thrown a piece of paper at me, I turned to look. There was no one near us. I looked down and there was nothing on the floor. Puzzled, I continued to the car. We got to the car to leave and my daughter says, ghost hit me on the back of the head in there. Yeah, that's pretty messed up. <laughs> ghost just waiting by the entrance, slapping people in the back of the head as well. Like, that's pretty messed up. It's like, it's like a haiku I just did. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of those ones where you're like, okay, ghost, this is just annoying. If mm -hmm. you're going to try to like mess with me, throw Show something yourself. heavy. Yeah, knock me out on this floor, right? Yeah, give me a, give me a story. I don't want some piece of paper like I'd get at the office. That all you got, fella? And I pissed off Michael, and he walked away, and he... That does happen. Is that his name? Who? Michael. Is that whose name? Dunder Mifflin or whatever. Michael Scott? Yeah. Yeah, most people don't just call him Michael. There's so many Michaels in this world. I, I could, in this world, I could name 15 right off the top of my head that I know. Yeah. Tuffy the Tooth has a story here. Tuffy the Tooth? Yeah. Okay. I saw something in the ladies' restroom. Ooh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, this this one's pretty good because I've heard this about this ghost before. I was staying at the Mango Hotel and, with my husband for a few days. We have stayed at the hotel before, and we've had a few unexplained experiences occur, but I could rationalize them away. This Classic. One, yeah, this one I couldn't, and I still don't understand. I was at the bar, and I had to use the restroom, so I walked in and took care of business gross yeah no one was in the bathroom it was a tuesday evening i believe so the bar and the hotel weren't busy i exited the stall and walked toward the sink to wash my hands i heard the door creak open i heard the door creak open it's it's as we mentioned before a rather heavy door so it makes a lot of noise i looked to see if anyone had entered the bathroom normally i am not so nosy but i just felt really strange no one came through the door i kind of shrugged it off and started looking in the mirror to reapply my lipstick, and all of a sudden, a bright ball of light about the size of a snack plate flew in front of my face, hovered, and then flew into a corner and just disappeared. I saw it in front of me, and I saw it in the mirror. Needless to say, I took the heck off. We haven't had too many of these light things in our stories that we've done on the podcast, but I have heard these little light orb type things yeah. a million times, especially on those stupid shows. Yeah. Look at all these orbs, Beck. Hey, fella, that's a dusty-ass basement. I yeah. think some of it might be dust. Yeah, you got some lights shining not in the way that lights are supposed to work, yeah. so it's going to reflect off some dust. The only time I believe orb stories is when they're like this. This one, or there's like so many like Will-O-The-Wisps or whatever they're called, and stuff like that in forests where people just see a random orb floating through the forest. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like I believe those stories, and I those are what I call orbs, but like stuff where you see dust pictures, you're like, oh yeah, well, very dusty, yes. Unkempt, even. A anything with the camera hmm. is suspect for me when it comes to orbs, because- Or if any of our youth friends are listening, it's very sus. <laughs> Good one. It's very sus, friends. Sus. Yeah. Orbs are sus. Let's who, put that on a t-shirt. Who would have ever thought we would use that that phrase on yeah. the podcast? At least, I mean, I guess it's a little bit better that you used it instead of me. Yeah. But we should use that more often because it's kind of fun. It's, it's very sus. Man. Yeah. And until this episode drops, then suddenly it's not it's not popular or in the zeitgeist anymore. Like, you hear those old people talking sus? We got to dump it. <laughs> dump it like a drop in a stock. I'd be okay with that. I, 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 I want to be part of making young people evolve. Wow. Their phraseology or terminology because the a linguist. You're a youth linguist. I want to be a evolutionary linguist. Wow. 
where, because I say it in this case, because you're getting up there in years too, you said sus. Mm. They're like, we can't use that anymore. Scott's kind of old. Yeah, the fact these old people are saying sus is, to be honest, a little sus. The fact that somebody is calling you old has to be a little sus too, because you're not really that old, but to young people you are now. Yeah, well, Welcome that, to that the does club. happen. And what's really, the probably the most sus thing about all this is that this is an episode about the Mango Hotel, and we just keep finding ourselves, sometimes I really miss having Heather around. You know, where she just reel us in. Okay, like, hey guys. That's not it. I'm actually having fun talking about some of the stuff in between stories. Oh, yeah. No, don't get me wrong. I enjoy it. But I also can't stay. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But it's also the very bane of my existence, Christian. No, I just don't want to piss off our listeners, you know? Here we go. This one is going to be related to to this previous story. Uh Uh-oh. And this one is from Panzer Kitten. Rub my large head. She had just watched a show about that hotel. That particular bathroom does have a ghost of a female maid. A lot of people have seen the woman in an old-time maid's uniform coming in or out of the restroom. Other people have heard someone enter the restroom or even heard a woman sneeze when no one else is there. The story goes, she was a maid back in the day and her boyfriend or husband, can't remember, was extremely jealous. Is my boyfriend a demon? In this case, I think, yes. He accused her of getting attention from other men and that she had reciprocated. It's called getting tips, buddy. Ooh, yeah. Oh, she's getting tips. I mean, that's how you get tips. But the boyfriends always get all upset. And if she's like, uh, maybe you should get a job and I don't have to work for these tips. Yeah, those tips work for her, though. He killed her. Wow. <laughs> well, that was a turn that I don't think anyone saw coming. In the hotel, in a jealous rage, the hotel paid for the funeral. And that's why they think the ghost sticks around. Like, well, I guess I got to work off this funeral. Yeah, that's actually the the most famous of the ghost stories from that area. Really? Uh, from the Manger. I've heard that one many times about that jealous guy. Really? Yeah. I, I'm trying to picture this hotel. I'll probably have to Google it or something later, just to, just to visualize kind of where these areas are, what it looks like. Yeah, in this case, since, since it's one specific place, we may have to post a few things around the time this episode releases. I'll, I'll leave that to you on Facebook. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Because... I can post some of the, my my pictures and find a couple of the spooky ones. Spooky, yeah. I knock over all this shit here and talk away from the microphone. Wow. At least it's not multiple bags of key. Like, there's no candy for me to eat because you ate like 15 pieces. Christian, I have no idea what you're talking about. Now, first of all, half of these were out. They were out, man. They were already out. They were out because your son probably walked over there and pulled them out of the bag. Now, there's an M and M on the floor somewhere that I'm worried he's going to get his first taste of M and M's. And I see it right here. Do you? Yeah, it's right by your slipper. You just mo- covered it. You, you don't see that big r- red splot thing right by your toe? Ugly ass feet. You think that one's <laughs> you think that one's bad. You should see the talent on the other one. But that's not what they come here for. Anyway, the manger, what do you think? I mean, you've I, lived it. You've researched it. You've looked at it. If there's such thing as ghosts, wow. they're Already. there. Already. But I, I, I tend to think it's more just imprints on time. And that yeah. is an area with a lot of death. I mean, basically everybody at the Alamo died right there. So, and it may, yeah, the, the frequency of the hauntings makes sense. Location makes sense, all these things. But it's just wild that so many stories, I mean, granted, it's been around for a long time. Yeah. So if you think about the number of actual stories that you can accumulate based on time, these could have happened once every 15 years or some shit. But the fact that that one person had multiple almost every time they go there, Kind of, it leads you to think that maybe, unless they're just lying about it, but it seems kind of off. 
like a weird thing to do. Yeah, it's like I said, it was famous before I went there. Probably I was within the first couple of years I worked up in Prudhoe Bay and they're the ones that sent me. Mm. And so it was like probably more at least 10 years ago, if not a couple of years yeah. more than that. And it, you know, so since, take a zero. Yeah. Se- yeah, since then we've gotten a lot of ghost adventure type, yeah, ghost adventure type shows that are many times ridiculous. This is very accurate. And take away from the credibility of people that have these kind of experiences. Do you think, is there a reason that most of these shows are shitty? Yeah. Like it's similar reason. Is it just for numbers? Is that why, like, do you think it's that the producers have pushed it so far for it being numbers that you have to dramatize things that you have to make it seem more extreme. And so that it just, the the people that watch are like, this doesn't seem genuine anymore. There's nothing fun about this. It's very produced. It's not, you know, do you remember earlier today? I do. And it may have been on last week's episode when I kind of made fun of what you guys had on the television. And I know it was my daughter, so you don't have to point that out. I don't think this is a show you would ever watch. I do watch it. It's usually in the background, but I do watch it. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm so disappointed in well, you right now. Do you, folks, hey, I'm very disappointed in my I'm, daughter and my son-in-law and the fact that they exposed my grandchild to this ridiculous show. You know but what I'm disappointed my, about, Christian? Hmm. Milton marrying Lydia. Bad idea. But it is what it is. That's fine. I, I, I think you might be right there, and I only watched it for a few minutes. But my point is, that show is produced just like any of but, these Ghost Hunters shows. Oh, and yeah, it, for sure. Well, everything like reality is, producers are like, yeah, you got to make this. I think that's what makes shows like uh, like the YouTube stuff that comes out better. Yeah. Because, because, because people don't, they're not answering anyone. They're like, we're just going to do this. We're going to see what we find. Right. That's it. We don't have to say we found something. Who cares if we find something? We're proving if it if we did or didn't. And if you and if people didn't know, reality shows do multiple takes. Therefore, it's not really reality. YouTubers yeah. tend to be like, let's film this, and they if they freak out, sometimes I'm sure it's over dramatic with some people. Hmm. But some people actually are just like, no, we're looking into this. It's this the is reaction fun. that normal humans would have if yeah. they saw some random shit like that. You yeah. Know? I mean, you and I may go do the same thing at some point. Hmm. And like I made the joke about you running around like a ghost hunter. I don't think you'd do that just because you were the trying vision to... goggles on my like yeah. way too close to my eyes as I'm talking. Yeah. It, I, I think you would keep it under control just because... You felt like that's what you needed to do. Well, when I get freaked out, I do remain very calm. Yeah. At least when I'm seeing stuff, I'm usually like, okay, that was weird. Yeah. Well, let's move on. But I think that that whole scenario of reality TV mm. is why the stuff that we see like on Discovery and all those yeah. other channels are so ridiculous and so overblown and never have anything but like maybe a recording that they say is saying something. Yeah. But once you don't hear any words in there, or you might hear something totally different until they tell you what they hear, and then you can't unhear it. Yeah. So like, oh, there it is. But it wasn't there beforehand. Yeah. So I think that's the pro- one of the problems. Mm-hmm. Me ranting, I really... That is one know, of the I'm skeptical. <laughs> I'm skeptical. Are but you? But I, I think those shows do such a disservice mm-hmm. to people that actually care and believe and yeah. are trying to learn what's going on. And those shows, if anything, I would say it's similar to like, you know, maybe the UFO days when all that disinformation was being put out. I swear to God, if you you bring up Bob Lazar, I'm going to be so pissed. 
I no, I was not. I okay. was just saying the stuff that the government and it, we're using UFOs here because that's yeah. our genre. But the government's done it all over the place sure. yeah. since, and it's not just our governments. All governments in the all of history have probably done this. Yes, that propaganda stuff or disinformation to undermine people that actually might find out something that might make them have to change the way they do things. That might, in my is mind, is this going to come back to the hotels at some yeah, point? Yeah, in my mind, maybe that's okay. some of what. No, this is going to come back to the ghost hunting shows. Okay. So maybe these, and then we can bring that back to the hotel. Yeah, these okay. corporate entities are out there. Like, let's dr make it more dramatic, which undermines yeah. the people. That's why we're making fun of them in a way, mm -hmm. to where like serious investigators can't show their face because of these people over here. Yeah, people think you're goofy. Yeah, and they're not like ghosts, and they're like, <laughs> indeed, okay. Yeah, so that to me is why they're able to go into some of these. Places like hotels, prisons. Ah, we're and, back at hotels. Yeah, yeah you did and, it. And and just any of these haunted places. There's always a show on TV that is so ridiculous. Yeah. That I can't believe it. And probably a lot of people that actually do believe these things. Yeah, it's kind of like a running joke from people that actually look into this stuff. Right. It's like I'm fine. Go search for your ghost. I want to do it. Mm. I don't believe in them, but I still want to do it because I want to find out why are people seeing these these things that. You know, yeah. whether it's a, ha a hotel or a haunted house or a cemetery or whatever, people are experiencing something. I think one of the, the crazy things about hotels in general, like hauntings in hotels, is there's so many, especially old ones, so many people have stayed in that, famous or otherwise. There's had to have been a number of accidents that have happened, number of deaths, unfortunately, like whether murder or any of that stuff. The, um, the sheer amount of, if we're talking ghosts, the sheer amount of different ghosts you could encounter is wild. Well, the fun thing about the manger too is, and this was my experience learning a little bit of the history while I was there, looking at the pictures mm -hmm. from back in the day. These were the, you know, we, I brought up all the famous people yeah. that had stayed there. Not that, all of them, but a few. Yeah, the, a few of the bigger ones that we all know about. But that place was where the rich and powerful stayed back yeah. in the day. And we know through- That they know. We know throughout history what, that the rich and the powerful tend not all of them, but there's always a few that tend to do the bad stuff that rich and powerful people do. So therefore, they might have helped produce some of the environment for ghosts mm. there, if you know what I'm saying. Classic. I do. I'm piecing it together in my mind's eye. I mean, sometimes these rich and powerful get up and- They get away with stuff, is yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Especially back then. It was even oh, worse yeah. back then than it is Way now. Way worse back then, yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm just a little nervous, I guess. Like, not nervous that I'm going to see something, but nervous that I won't have any explanation for it outside of, that's definitely a ghost. You're not going to have an explanation because there's not one to have yet unless they Well, the good news is that I'd be with you. Who would explain it? No, who wouldn't. You alone are like a, the anti-magnet for paranormal experiences. So that means that I'd be within your weird shield of non-existence. No. And I'm... therefore, I wouldn't, I wouldn't see anything because they'd be like, oh, Christian's in the room. We can't reveal ourselves. I'd be totally like... The other guy, that one guy on YouTube that would go out and just, ghost, come out to me. Yeah. I don't believe in you. Uh, hey there, Show Damon. yourself. It's your boy. Yeah. yeah. Shane Madej. Hmm. Just trying to help you out here, man. Yeah. I'd wait till you got the camera set up and then I'd start talking trash. And if I if I died, I'd die. And that but, would be a weird way to end the show. But it would be good for the show. Speaking of other weird ways to end the show, that's what we're going to do now. We'll see it. No. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, If have you ever stayed at the Manger Hotel? Marlene, you're in Texas, and 
Texas is so much smaller than Alaska, so I wonder if it's tiny if you compared just happen to Alaska. To like cross the street and run into the Manga Hotel accidentally. So if you have, let us know. Anyway, uh, yeah. any of our other listeners that may not be Marlene, have you stayed there? Do you what think, was your experience? Do you think Marlene knows, or anybody in Texas know, that Alaskans are not impressed with the size of their state? Yeah, you can fit three Texases, two, three Texases inside state of alaska isn't it funny how personal it is though sometimes with people it's with really, alaskans it's hilarious <laughs> that everyone gets so bent out of shape all over like the side no my state's bigger like well number one first let me offer this as a rebuttal who cares all right i mean i don't care but i get it i mean alaska is huge it is and most <laughs> of it doesn't have people on it so which is nice and yeah, some for ways. sasquatch especially but this is getting off the rails what is it with today's episode I just feel like, check the levels on this bad boy now. Um, yeah, so anyway, we'll see you later. No, you know what? I want to say one other thing. Okay, please close it out, Christian. We did this, we kind of focused on one place for this episode. Let us know if you want us to do like other episodes where we go to other places, <laughs> like haunted places and talk about it. We did one place on this episode. Do you like places, friend? Yeah, or if there's a like specific location yeah i think we just got one in our facebook Did recently it? or maybe it was on youtube hmm. i can't remember what it is off the top Pine of my Barons. head yes youtube yes so we're gonna yeah. we're gonna look into that but we definitely want to do things hmm. that our listeners want to hear about so let us know if there's a place like this whether we make it a whole episode or mix it in with other the episode ep, other stories yeah we can work on it just tell us what you want to hear yeah just remember we're your puppets stick your hands up our asses and make us talk huh chocolate factory oh that's a great idea <laughs> i'm closing my chocolate factory forever but in this case i'm sorry we're sorry but in this case we're opening it up for you so it doesn't really work as well but that's fine anyway i don't i don't see there's this is a weird funk in the air with this episode that i don't know how to close it out there's i'm a, having a hard time there's a weird funk in the world right now maybe you're just feeling it i'm just a little exhausted speaking of that isn't it weird we like went into that topic before the episode and now you're closing it out on it? No, it's just it was just a weird frame of mind to be in before. Mm. We usually I guess so, yeah, maybe. Yeah. You've clouded our spooky ghost fun time with depression. I hope you're happy. Yeah. And if, if you, you're happy, rate the show five stars wherever you're looking. Looking. Wherever you're looking at the show, wherever you're listening from, unless you're looking at it on YouTube, just thumb that bad boy up and leave a comment let us know what you think if you've ever stayed at the manger hotel we want to hear your story did you see anything did you feel anything did you feel like you were being watched did you see a weird ball of light in the women's restroom these things matter to us i did but don't tell anybody i wasn't supposed to be there he's a pervert as i've said I many a time pervert you're in the women's Men, restroom the men's was closed oh you okay so pervert but it's anyway and there were no women in there at the time this place well, was closed. obviously, Christian. <laughs> no, but Sally, Sally yeah. was not happy. Yeah. Oh, she tucked. No. Anyway, this is getting so weird that I'm almost getting uncomfortable trying to close this out. We, we'll see you right back here next week. Follow us on social media at Freaky Deaky Pot. Subscribe on YouTube. Fresh episodes of Sleep With The Lights On. Our YouTube exclusive show is dropping every other Friday with a bonus story dropping the following Saturday. That's two extra stories and we know how you love stories we love stories we love you we'll see you later scott, goodbye scott you did that whole ending with your eyes closed well i'm getting kind of sleepy <laughs>